The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the show of Strike Point. It's me, David Naylor, and my co-host tonight, as usual, is Mikkel Deneb. Are you there, Mikkel? Yeah, I think I'm just hanging in. I had to switch the line just before the show because my regular line is, well, just kind of broken down. So I had to switch to this one, and I think I've got a really bad microphone on it. So I hope you can all hear me today. Yeah, I can hear you, okay. The only problem that I've got at the moment is that we had quite a big flood and um, in Ripon, and basically the water started coming up, and it looked like it was going to cut off our offices, and today it's happening all over again. So if you hear me go, oh, shit, and then disappear real quickly, you know that I've got to go down to the offices and sandbag. So it'll be fun anyway. So what really have you bad. been up to anyway, mate, this week? Anything cool? Yeah, a few things happening as usual. Um, there's some interesting stuff going on here in Europe about um, Gmail in Germany. Do you hear about that? Yeah. Um, Google is threatening to pull Gmail in Germany, basically, because of a new law, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But it's actually one of those days with a positive Google news, because I think it's pretty well done, Google. You know, it's time that you fight for some decency and privacy on the web. And um, that's much better than what we've seen in the past. So um, well done. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And you you have a rant about Maholo, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... <sighs> I don't know. This, there was like a load of hype over it, okay? Um, how it was going to be like, it was relevant and it was going to be the best thing and it's human-headed and all the rest of it. And I was reading uh, Grey Wolf's blog today, which... He's on my feed reader, so I read him every day. And he had a post there about domains by proxy, yeah? Which was basically, so that the the URL is www.mahola.com slash domains underscore by underscore proxy. Yeah, when you go to it, it's all about GoDaddy. And I noticed at the base of it, yeah, this search result was written by no one. I'm like... Okay, well, that's a bit weird. And when I click that link, it throws me back to a mahola.com slash go underscore daddy. And it's exactly the same friggin' page, apart from this one has been written by Mike. Now, this is kind of funny because it's like, there's a guy, uh, Mahola, yeah, called Mike Mahola. <laughs> it's like, I just don't know why I find that funny. I just do. So it's Mike Mahola <laughs> at Mahola. I, you should have had Mahola at Mahola.com. That would have been a better email address for him. Um, and it's like, the thing with this, like, this is Cal Canis, and he's like, he's an, he's, he's an intelligent guy. Okay, there's no two ways about it. And I just don't understand why he has to act so dumb 
over SEO. He, you know, he's he's certainly trying to do an SEO job on this side. Um, and there was just yeah, when you start going through it, you can see that. And this is not, you know, I mean, this site has only been up a short period of time. Yeah, the first one was that you wouldn't be able to get spam links into my website. Blah 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 blah. And sure enough, it didn't take long to do that. Um, now they've got their top submitted links, okay? And I did a quick search for Jason Calcanis. I'm pretty sure that with his ego and the way that he needs to feed his ego, yeah, that he would make sure that this page was very, very clean. And the area that I'd be interested in would be the top submitted links. Um, so I go to it, and it's like codingrobots.com forward slash Mahola, which is like, well, that has got nothing to do with Calcanus whatsoever, then andybeard.eu207 slash 03 paper post Ted Murphy versus, versus Jason Calcanus, the ultimate showdown, and that's taken forever to come in, which is basically, that is a true post, but I've got a feeling that last time I went to this page, it was actually a 404 page, which is obviously being moved. Then I've got jlisite.com yeah this is about a web design company and it's like okay so the guy's called Jason so he's thought hey I might as well get my my link in there as well and it's like if this you know what I mean if they can't keep these little bits clean you know what I mean this is stupid you know what I mean it's like um, submitted links we added to the Mahola results um and you've got things in there. Was, was that, what's that it? Do, do, do Calcanus at... That is Calcanus. Uh, 1938media.com. Jason's place is a new 1938media show. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with Calcanus or not. I can't find anything on Calcanus here. Um, and I'm like, what the hell? You know what I mean? It's like... I don't understand it. Why, you know, why is he saying that submitted links we've added to Mahola results? It's like, why is this linked to Calcanus's page? I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a little bit crazy. I don't understand it. And I kind of class myself as being a kind of a clever guy, but it seems to be a couple of months in and there seems to be holes and loopholes coming left, right and centre into it. And he so wants to keep the bad guys out but I kind of feel that the bad guys are going to get in there quite quickly. And sorry, Jay, but I think they're going to wreck the place for you. Sad but true, but ah oh well. Um, yeah, so that's my Mahola rant. I could have ranted a bit longer <laughs> on that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know how these things work out. Um, maybe, um, maybe we should take a quick break now and uh, then get back yeah, with the rest of the agenda. Yeah, you see, I'm all out of format now. Okay, yeah. roll VT. <laughs> Okay, so let's run the commercials and we'll be back in a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. 
types. Hooker, escort, hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic with RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service. You'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. It's a little pet peeve of mine, right? Go on the web and somebody writes up about me and they put web gorilla, as in the monkey. Not gorilla, like, you know, warfare, terrorist. We're gonna do the monkey. Hi, this is Greg Bozer. Do the monkey. A.K.A. Monkey Boy. Monkey, monkey. Sometimes I get a little pissy. So I gotta tell you, dude, he made you look like a good chimp. He did. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're confusing me. Monkeypicks.co.uk. Funny bastard, isn't he? I swear to God, if you play that promo one more time, I'm publishing the photo. How much is that gorilla in the window? arrived at the destination for education and entertainment webmasterradio.fm because not everyone's last name is gates webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere now back to strike point only on webmasterradio.fm here's your host Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. I was supposed to run through the things that we were going to cover for today's show, but because I love Calcamus so much, I give him prime time slot. Um, the other things that we are going to discuss, obviously we're going to discuss the Gmail Germany thing. Um, I think that Google, I don't know if they're going to do the right thing or not at the moment, and I will go into that in a little bit more detail with Mikkel, but I know that he's definitely on Google's side. Uh, Ram did an SEO pricing and costings exercise and he's blogged the results of that so we're going to have a little chat about that and some of the different models that there are out there tomorrow I think it is that Webmaster Radio joins the day of silence and we're going to discuss that and e-commerce systems that suck Mickle's going to rant about that so where do you want to start Mickle? Maybe we should start on, on the positive Google news, at least that's how I see it um, with the case going on in Germany, and uh, a new uh, piece of legislation that's uh, coming in action soon, I believe. I'm not sure if it's actually approved all the way through the system in Germany, but everyone expects it to um, come around the corner. 
as I understand it, this uh, this law is going to make it um, possible for ISPs um, to require uh, personal identification of anonymous uh, email uh, systems such as Gmail. And apparently Google is not going to accept that. And they've been threatening to close down Gmail in, in Germany if they're forced to um, to not keep it as an anonymous uh, uh, email service, which is an interesting move because there has been, you know, a lot of, uh, of issues around Google with, with privacy issues and, and, you know, they've been more known for their 37-year cookie or whatever it is. And so, so I don't know, maybe maybe they just want to improve their image or maybe they are actually turning around and, and, and trying to fight for the better, which is good because they do have some power to fight with. So, um, I don't know, did you read anything about the case? This is a weird one, this, because I remember back in 2005, yeah, when Gmail apparently officially renamed it to Google Mail in Germany because of this. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, you know what I mean? So they've, they've backed down to the, the German government once before on this, and I think they'll back down again. Um, I, it's a tough call because they do ha- they do run an an, an a anonymous yeah um, emailing system, but is it really as anonymous that we think it is? It is tied into all of our other Google accounts. It is tied into your AdSense account. It is tied into your AdWords account. I mean, so unless you, you know I mean, I don't know. It's t- yeah, and I mean, eventually, the, the, all the data packages sent uh, between your computers on and the internet is passing by your ISP that is locking your IP anyway. So, so I mean, if the police or any government needs access to to whatever we do online, uh, I, I think by now we all have to accept that they pretty much can do that uh, already. So I, I don't see the need for, for, for personal identification on, on an email level because email is not identifiable as it is. I mean, just normal email is, uh, is not uh, uh, secure. You, you, you can't know for sure who is emailing you. There's no way to verify it. So why should, uh, should Gmail and the other free anonymous uh, uh, email systems be, be, be forced to, to give up names now? I don't understand that. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I've not tried this, okay? Um, now, Google's opened up its Gmail service to POP3s and stuff like this. And it'd be interesting. I mean, how many people out there actually get spam emails from Gmail? If that makes sense. Um, I know I still get an awful lot from Hotmail, but I think that's a legacy. Um, I get an awful lot from Yahoo. And I've started to see an increase in the Google stuff. Now, wouldn't it be better from Google's point of view to say, look, we're going to go that one step further, yeah, and protect your email, yeah, by making you have to give us your username and your details and everything else, okay? Um, And I know that this is going against the grain again, yeah, but from that, if someone is spamming me on a Gmail account, yeah, and are threatening me or cyber-stalking me, at least there's something that I can hand this over, you know what I mean, and this can then be handed by the police, okay? At the moment, Google's got this 
get out of jail free card well he signed up as Mickey and Mouse or Donald and Duck you know what I mean you can just falsify that information you know what I mean it's like so if you're really really clever you really really want to get out with this you just get uh, an IP address in the state somewhere and anonymize it sign up and then start basically terrorizing some poor sod via Gmail now I think there should be some recourse with this you know what I mean um, now I know from past experiences that Google has given Gmail information um, to the UK police when they thought that there was a, a case that somebody was actually using Gmail to plot against blowing up Tony Blair. It wasn't actually the case. It was a hoax, but the information did get back to the police. So even though it's supposed to be an anonymous service, it doesn't seem to be that anonymous when the legal side kicks in. Um, so why don't they just come out and say, right, give us all your details, your name, your address, your age, all the rest of it, and then they can actually do what Microsoft has done and done so well with AdCenter. Now they can target AdWords specific to a 39-year-old male living in Yorkshire. Yeah, and they can do this via my Gmail account because I'm cookie dropped from my Gmail, and they'll know who I am. Yeah, they already know who I am anyway because the fact is that it's tied into my AdWords account. It is tied into my AdSense account. Um, you know what I mean, but I think um, it's, it's it's kind of a different issue you're raising, a more general issue because I think the specific issue here is whether the ISPs, as I understand it specifically, uh, have the right to request your name um, when you're using anonymous email services. And I don't see any reason for that because, as you say, the government, if, if there's a if there's a, like a terror case or, or a murder case or anything like that, they can go to Google and request to get the IP of the user of a specific account and they can go to the ISP and find out who actually used that IP and track things down. And they should. And I mean, I, we all want the, 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 the I, I guess most of us want the police to be able to investigate serious crimes. Um, and, and they can already do that. But I just don't see the need for, for the ISP specifically to know and lock and track uh, who is using uh, these services. Yeah, I mean, the other thing about it as well, I mean, this is not just specific to Germany, which I think a lot of people are kind of getting a little bit mixed up about. This was an actual European directive, okay? So this may be forced into most of Europe as well. So this may be the UK. Um, now, what is Google going to do? You know what I mean? It's like the Gmail account is most probably the binding account, yeah, to all of its other products, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, but I know that my I mean, Gmail account the, 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 is linked the, the to a lot of my other products. The same is, is, yeah? I think it's more general applied to um, whether or not it's good that emailing is anonymous or not. And and, uh, and and I think you could even broaden that question to whether it's good that the whole web is anonymous. I don't think always, because sometimes there's so much suspicious on the web, people don't trust each other and things because they don't know for sure who is who. Uh, and I think there might even be a place for a verified internet, a, a part of the, 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 the internet or, or, or sections of the internet where you could only go 
if you have a verified account that's verified up against maybe, I don't know, social security numbers or whatever you use in different countries to verify uh, people's uh, real names and, 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 and where they live. And and I think, I mean, in some sense, there's, uh, there's probably a place for that because, let's face it, most of us that goes on the web don't do anything illegal. We don't do, go to legal sites. We don't uh, do illegal stuff. You know, most people just use the web and browse the web and do emailing and, and probably wouldn't be that much affected by um, giving up uh, some degree of privacy um, if they got a more secure web out of it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's, it goes back to the whole thing, doesn't it? If you want to do something anonymously, yeah, if you haven't got the balls to stand up and do it publicly, don't do it anonymously. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, here's the classic one, yeah? If, for example, I've been having a love affair for the last 50 years and I die, yeah, and I've been doing it for my Gmail account, my wife can get that data. She can put in a request and Google will give her that data. Yeah, yeah now, but, it, but I do see that there's still, you know, the, the, other, the other side of it is that there are examples, I think good examples for why people, people can have, not that I don't, I don't think I really have it, but I can see why some people may have legitimate reasons for being anonymous. Like if they're discussing sensitive sexual issues, like if they may be gay or something, or yeah. if they and, and 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 certain issues or political issues that could uh, put them in danger if they're living in certain places of the world, uh, or, or speaking about religious uh, religious uh, issues um, with the same kind of risk. You know, I, I can see certain kind of free speech uh, that we all agree is legitimate. Could uh, suffer from if you if you don't have any kind of an anim, uh, anonymous possibilities. But if you have that, a uh, if you're going for the being totally anonymous, yeah, then when you die, that data should die with you. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? But you're in that situation. Data that or any any anywhere you 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 track everybody that dies everywhere in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's, it is an issue, you know what I mean, it's like, uh, one of the, the most annoying things for me, yeah, is data protection, yeah, but in the, in the other hand, yeah, it's one of the best pieces of information, you know what I mean, it's one of the best things that can happen. Here's the example of the worst thing, I'll give you two examples, so one is really, really bad, and I still hate my bank for this, one of them is, we have, um, my wife is a director in the company. She owns 50% of the company. She's the company secretary, okay? And this is the one that gets me more than anything, is that when I was in New York, I lost my business credit card, yeah? Now, New York time and English time, totally different ends of the scale. So I ring my wife up and tell her, this is what's happened. Can you get in touch with the bank? Would the bank listen to her, talk to her, stop the card or anything without me actually ringing them? Yeah? No, they wouldn't do it. Basically, I was the account holder, me and me alone. Yeah? Now, okay, I can see from a good point of view, if it wasn't my wife and it was somebody else, then that's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah? But she is on the account, but she couldn't action the credit card, which is really, really annoying. The second one that even annoyed me even more than this, yeah, was when I got, 
I we used to be married before, and I got divorced. We used to have a joint bank account. The divorce was very amicable, went nicely. The only thing that I had to do, yeah, my wife, ex-wife, excuse me, moved to the other end of the country, and I stayed basically in Ripon. I had to go to the Ripon bank account and close down the joint bank account. All I had to do, yeah, was A, open up a new account for myself, B, move 50% of the funds from the joint account into the new account, then take my name off the old account. If I had done it in that order, it wouldn't have been a problem. The young lady that helped me out obviously thought, hmm, man, getting divorced, must have been in the wrong, I'm going to do him over. So what she did, she did it in the reverse order. First thing she did, she got me to fill in all the paperwork to take my name off the account. <laughs> then she got me to open up my new account. Then when I went to transfer 50% of the funds from the old account to the new account, you've guessed it, she turned around to me and said, sorry, Mr. Naylor, you, your name's not on that account. You've got no legal um, presence on that account. I can't do anything for you. And the paperwork was sat on a desk. I said, well, can't we just do that first and then do that piece of paperwork? Oh, no, that, that's worth more than my job. And I'm like, seriously, this made me so mad. I had to ring up my ex-wife, yeah? She had to drive down the next day, yeah, which is like a two-hour drive, down to the bank. She gave the woman hell and then basically wrote a check out and said, right, put that in my husband's account. And she was very, very annoyed about it. But you see, to me, that's wrong. You know what I mean? It's like they, they shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? It's like there has to be a window of opportunity. There's got to be something where, you know what I mean, you've got to be trusted. Um, and I understand from where the bank's point of view is, it's like, Mr. Naylor, what happens if you just got divorced three weeks ago and you hadn't told us that you're going through this divorce and you're in New York and your wife decides to cancel all your credit cards, would you want her to do that? And obviously the answer then is no. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be able to do that because I want to be able to get home. Um, so I can see both sides of the story and it's, you know what I mean, it, it's got to be a best fit scenario and it's one of those ones where I'm like... Oh, I don't know. And this is the same with the Gmail thing. It's, it's got to be a best fit scenario. Um, and would the German public be happy if Google did shut down this Gmail service? I don't know. But I think I know that it's time for a short break. So we can give uh, just a little bit of time to the sponsors that are paying for this show. So um, if you can roll the tape, then we'll be back in just a few seconds. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> A rose by any other name would still be the same. Shakespeare, you need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Over the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top 
top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Enjoying top payouts and unparalleled affiliate support is as easy as xy7.com. Just call 1-866-XY7-PAYS and see how it pays to join XY7 for increased conversions and higher revenue via the newest and hottest ad campaigns. Call 1-866-XY7-PAYS today or sign up at xy7.com and find out why thousands of other successful affiliate marketers already know. So don't wait. Call now. 1-866-XY7-PAYS. That's 1-866-XY7-PAYS. XY7.com. The only ad network you'll ever need to get paid. XY7.com. <laughs> Sink your teeth into 100% original programming. WebmasterRadio.fm. And try our daily search cast. It's made fresh every day. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. I sound a bit echoey at the moment. It's because I've just gone to the conservatory. So, Michael, if you were IMing me in the break, I'm sorry. I wasn't there. <laughs> yes, in fact, I was. Um, and I suggested that we moved on with um, the topic of SEO pricing and costs, depending on where you see it from. Um, Ranfish had a good post um, in his blog, SEO Mars. Uh, what was it uh, today, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was today. I can just yeah. put it into the chat room. No, actually, I can't, uh, for some reason, I cannot post URLs into the chat room. I don't know really what's wrong with my client here, so maybe you can do that. Okay, Dave. since I think um, conservatory, I'll do that. post about it, and it just um, was a good opportunity to bring up SEO pricing once again. Yeah, um, so what do you have to say about now, so I will tell you in a minute what the URL was. Um, yeah, it was kind of a bit weird, really. I don't know if me and Rand have fallen out or not. Um, and if you listen, Rand, I still love you, mate. Um, but he seems to, like, exclude me from loads of his surveys just recently, including this one. Um, uh, let me find where it... Oh, Barry wants us to dig something. Should I say on the radio, Barry, so all the people listening to the podcast can dig it as well? Would that be not bad? Um... Anyway, David's going to find that and, and, and post it. Um, but basically what uh, what Rand is um, is posting is just a, a, a kind of a journalistic point of view on how SEO companies on one side price their, their offerings and on the other side how much you should expect to pay as a client. And, and especially the last part is, is of course, very broad-ranging, like, he, he he's, he's divided it up into a couple of different, a handful of different services and site review plus consulting ranges from the low end of five hundred bucks to the high end of ten thousand and 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 with a mid range of two point five or two thousand five hundred, which is of course a very broad span. Um, and 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 the real uh, span is even broader. Um, I mean, for certain kind of site reviews plus consulting, I would charge a lot more than ten grand. But then again, uh, some of those jobs 
could take weeks. So so then again, ten grand is way too little for that. Um, but then again, I guess that that some newcomers to the business are probably charging very very little for 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 the services they do. I don't know. What did you think about his uh, way of looking at the pricing? It, it seemed a bit vague. I know I've done um, consultancy on the telephone before, and I've done it free of charge because the companies are just starting up, and I believe in pay forward, and that one day the, the advice that I've given to those companies, if it works out good for them, they will come back and help me. Um, so, And I'm sure there's other SEOs that do that as well. I'm sure I'm not the only person out there that does that. Uh, One-day training seminars. Yeah, it's, again, it really falls down to what that SEO training seminar is. If it's very basic stuff, then, yeah, he's most probably on the mark and the high end of 12K. Uh, I've not seen any of those, but I'm sure Rand's pretty sort of like thorough with his uh, information he goes through. So, yeah, I can imagine that. Um I think he's, he's, uh, he's you know, he's, he's, um, there's a couple of things that I don't like too much about it. Uh, the article is fine, though, but, you know, he's, I don't like his, um, he's not being very critical on, on paper rankings as a, as a pricing model. And, and I really do think that paper rankings is probably the worst uh, pricing model ever. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the one model that I've seen most disputes about. Uh, clients don't get it, uh, SAOs don't get it, there's no consistency in how to measure it, and there's no transparency in what the pricing is actually going to be, and most of all, it's not perfectly trackable, and it doesn't bring value. I mean, traffic brings value, conversion brings value, but, you know, rankings, you know, what does that say? So I, I really think that that, that that pricing model should go away. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, if if the I think if the client and the SEO both get it well, then I think that's okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know I think that's where maybe the you do get companies that know every ounce of traffic that they're getting and can squeeze ROI out of it. Yeah, and if they if they're good at what they're doing, yeah, then they can say, look, this traffic here, we don't want this traffic anymore, or we're not going to pay for this traffic anymore. And as long as the SEO has got that written into the contract with the client, then I think that it's most probably an okay way to go on a, a, a pay-for-performance stuff. Um, pay-for-performance is fine, but I just yeah. don't like the performance parameter to be rankings because it's such a, a diffuse uh, metric to use, uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't prove any value. So, I mean, there's so, I, I've just seen too many cases where it ends up in, 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 in disputes between client and, and company to, to make it really worthwhile doing. There's so many other ways that you can, that you can um, pay on perform, performance, which I think is you know, all, the, all the different kind of pay perf- performance uh, plans are really um, what's, what I see moving ahead. And even more different kinds of pay per- performance than, than, um, than what he's outlining in his article. I think we talked about this before, but what I've seen lately and what I'm moving into more and more is, is what, what I usually refer to as paper equity, uh, where I get a share of the company that I work for, uh, and then they pay maybe, you know, just a, a base price for the, for, to cover the cost or whatever, um, which is, a, 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 you know, a paper 
pay for performance um, model that's even even more extreme than the ones that he's outlining. What's interesting? I'm just going through his re- um, referring stuff. Um, the people he does refers for, and it's weird that the most people will not work for adult pornographic pharmaceutical gambling casinos and affiliate sites. I just wonder if that's due, due to the, the fact that either A, they find it too competitive, or B, they're, they're already tied into non-competes and that kind of stuff. I think there's there's probably different reasons, but but having worked with uh, U.S. SAO companies and agencies, I know that they are more sensitive to being associated with adult or gambling stuff, and I know that some of them maybe don't want that to be part of their image at all, you know, and just don't touch it all to be able to to nurse those corporate clients that are maybe sensitive to this. I think that's at least part of the the the, the answer, but whether or not it's actually true that that some companies are going to hold it against them. I don't know, and 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 I've never and I never personally uh, seen it as a problem. But some some companies may may see it that way. And I think another explanation is the second one you also said that they just they just think it's it's too competitive, and that they will have to work too hard to 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 make any kind of money, and they 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 bit off spending their time on different things. Yeah. Um I'd like to know why some of them are putting the email addresses as like Gmail addresses. I'm not yeah, aware that, of Robert kind of Evil Green Monkey. Dude, why are you doing robert.kerry at gmail.com? Like, hmm, what are you hiding, boy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything. Yeah, it's like, come on, get a real email address. <laughs> yeah. Well, only he can answer. Maybe he's going to come stop by the show one day and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know why he doesn't do the casino stuff, I, and I I appreciate that. It's not that it's too hard for him. I'll put it that way. But, yeah, I mean, it is a funny one. It's like... See, I, we, I don't have a fixed bottom end or a fixed upper end on consultancy. It's, you know what I mean? It's... A lot of it, to me, is that are the clients willing to go that extra step to make it win? Um, you know what I mean? And it's like one of those things where you have to, you know what I mean? You and the client have to be, like, so close. You know what I mean? that I know that when I'm working with some of my clients and I've been brought in basically just to sit in meetings when they've been taking third-party services to the company when I speak I speak as if I'm a part of that organisation even though I'm an only, only an external consultant for that company um, I think that's one of the things that you need to get out of your SEO you know what I mean it's like it's not the company that you're buying into it's the SEO that you're buying into um, you know what I mean it's but like, I also think that, that clients need to understand at least I think that that's the way I behave and I think most people do in some degree um, that by the end of the day, what I calculate, how I calculate the effectiveness of a relationship with the client is how much time did I spend, how much, much how much money did I make? You know, that's basically what it comes down to. And 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 I think that that clients need to understand that the most um, the most uh, 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 experienced SEO experts in the field 
can make a lot of money in whatever they do. So, so if they want to get them involved, it's going to cost more and more. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, the, the chat room is now discussing pricing and stuff like that, and it's like, I mean, Ogletree there saying that it'll work for $75 an hour if somebody really wants good SEO work, then I, serious, David, like, that is just too cheap for your time, you know what I mean? It's like, you can most probably make $75 an hour, yeah, working on your own stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Gimpy there is saying, can I charge you $200 and keep the difference? It's like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It is. It's like, um, I think that most probably 250 an hour is like a low-end base rate. Uh, you know what I mean? Because when you're doing that consultancy, unless, you know what I mean, there's the other side of it as well, is that I took a telephone call and basically, well, I wish it was most probably about $5,000 we charged, yeah? And it took me most probably three minutes to find what the problem was, and I could actually put it on a post-it note what the actual problem was. Um, Becky, my wife, who wants to give more value for money, produced a four- or five-page document, not only on what the problem was, but on other things that they could do to generate more traffic for their side. Now, that's not what they were paying for. They were paying to clean up a problem, yeah. Now, because I knew what that problem was straight away, because I'm experienced, yeah, should I be charging, I don't know, $500 for that? Um, or well, should I be charging $5,000? Exactly, because we're moving into something that I find interesting, and I think, think that we should move on to more and more be prized or being paid by the true value of what we bring into the equation. And, and for some companies... Having an experienced SEO in, in, involved in the work can be very, very valuable, and and for that, I think we should talk different kind of pricing than just how much do you pay per hour or per project or for whatever you do. It, it's a question about how much business, how much more money do it bring you? Yeah, I mean, oh, how quick can this problem be solved? I mean, I'm working with one company at the moment, um, and they've invested an awful lot of money into my company and they've still not put any of the changes that I've requested in place. Now, to me, you know what I mean? This is, this is the worst thing in the world for me. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't do this job to, well, that's a little bit of a lie. I do this job to make money because I've got to put food on people's tables and, um, live the lifestyle that I want to live. But I do this job so that cause I want to win. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't want to come second to anybody. I want to be number one. And the clients that I take on, I want to make them number one in their industry. Um, and it, it, that's the way that I see it. You know what I mean? It's like I want clients that have got the go to go out there and say, yeah, we understand. You know what I mean? It's like I get... How much is it going to cost me to rank number one for this high-term keyword? Yeah, and I'm like, well, <laughs> have you got a site built? Yeah, it's been around for about a year or so. So it's like, okay, well, let's start looking at it. What's your budget on it for, not my side of it, what's your budget for the rest of the marketing? Yeah, and, and if they're not pulling figures like, half a million to a million dollars, yeah, you know straight away that they don't have the money to fund, yeah, 
the organization that you're going to build them. Yeah, and that is important to me. You know what I mean? It's no good having a situation where you say, look, for a viral campaign, we need to have a TV advertisement going now, yeah, and I can back this up with this TV advertisement by doing A, B, C, D, E, and F. If they turn out to me and say, well, we ain't got the money for a TV advertisement, it's going to cost us $200,000, then how the hell... You know what I mean? It, that's just a small piece of this cog. We, you know, when you're working with companies that are doing millions of pounds a day, all of a sudden you kind of like, come on, guys, it's like, I can't take you to compete with these guys if you can't put the money on the table for other things. You know what I mean? It, and this is important to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's the attitude that they've got the funds there and they're willing to to win, you know what I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's bad when, you know I mean, I've taken clients on the, and I've said to them, if we make you rank for these keywords, have you got the infrastructure, well, it doesn't, doesn't matter, we'll sort that infrastructure out, yeah, we make them rank, then they go bust, yeah, because they can't fulfill the orders that they get in, they end up giving a bad service, when you type in their domain name, the number two ranking is a site saying, how crap this is. You know what I mean? It's like, I didn't get my goods. Then they get all the clawback yeah. charges, and it's just it's just awful. You know what I mean? And it's something that when people come to me now and say, can you help us out? You know what I mean? It's like, I want to know for damn sure that the money that they're going to be paying me is not coming off their bread and butter line, so to speak. You know what I mean? This is sort of but that's, that's the... the, the that's the challenge and to some degree the downside of working on a performance basis. I mean, once you start working with the client to achieve uh, goals in forms of more sales, more revenues, more profits, you are in it. You know, you 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 got to be concerned about these issues uh, yeah. because you you're very right that it doesn't help you much if you create a lot of traffic to a site if they cannot handle the orders, if they cannot keep up with the qualities, if they cannot ship the products, and whatever can go wrong, then everything you do is just wasted, and that's why it's it's a, a much bigger challenge to do these uh, performance based uh, deals. Um, but 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 in my experience doing them and and that experience might be a little bit different than what Randfish was uh, talking about in his blog post is that those kind of deals are the best <laughs> you know if you do actually get to work with clients that 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 want to make the, the the changes and have the funds to do it um the impact you can make on such clients working very closely in a performance based um environment that 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 is to me uh, the the most perfect work situation yeah, it's, I mean, it is. It's, it's like if you can get your SEO tied in that the more money you as a company make, the more money the SEO makes, it, you know what I mean? You know that they're not going to be taking on hundreds of clients um, and just spreading themselves thin, you know what I mean? It's like a good SEO, I don't know how many clients you can handle. Um, I tend to be a bit shotgunish to a lot of my clients where when the, the the weather's going good for them, you know what I mean? It's it's basic stuff that I'm doing. When the weather's hard for them, then I'm very much 99% in on them and making sure that we, we're turning that around for them. Um, and that's why we, we brought on another SEO in-house and 
obviously most people know that UK GIMP is, uh, I think, four days a week now, aren't you, Richard, with us? So, you know I mean? It's, it's getting to a situation where, you know I mean, we can handle clients and we, we can take the situation to the next level and make sure that everyone gets decent money out of it where sometimes you feel that some of the clients that you've turned down and you've seen, they've come back to you six, eight months later and said, look, we've just spent this much money on um, this SEO company and we're still no further up the, the food chain, so to speak. And that that makes me feel bad, you know what I mean? But you can't take every client on. Um, and it does, it, it, it's a bit heartbreaking, really. But a different, a different kind of pricing structure that um, that I also see um, spreading, and that that I'm also moving into or have been moving into, is um, standardizing pricing on some of the tasks that we do over and over and over and over again. I mean, there are certain things like site evaluations, uh, basic link uh, building stuff, like directory submissions, uh, big, basic uh, analysis stuff, basic optimization stuff, like titlings and, and stuff like that, whether they're automated or scripted or manual on a, on a static site. All these things that we been doing forever and forever, or, or maybe our, our employees have done them for us. Um, those things can be scoped out and priced very uh, um, standardized because we've done it so much. We all know how to do that. We all know how much time it on average takes. So um, I see a trend also in standardizing some of these uh, offerings and making it more into a commoditized uh, service or, or standardized service. Um, and, and I see that working for, for especially small and mid-sized companies that don't have the budgets to do everything the right way and do the uh, uh, ad hoc uh, analysis uh, needed and, and do all the things that you and I know are right but, but just are not affordable by most companies. Yeah, it's yeah. It I don't know. It's it's a funny industry, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Should we move on to something different for a bit? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, actually, I think we we more or less forgot to have a short uh, break. Uh, so maybe we, I don't. Know, should we take a short break now and then uh, get on with just the last couple of things before we end the show? We should do really. Yeah, we should do that. Okay, so run the commercials. We'll be back in a second. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with PaperPost, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at PaperPost will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through PaperPost. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. 
faster than a speeding bullet. It's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Bob Byron here from Life Tips. Howdy. My name is Josie Wales. Ah. Well, you, I don't know if you've seen my Stetson. Yeah, they're making those these days. They're shakes and business executives. Woods. Let's see, that's for special occasions. He's got the panache. Yeah, it means flamboyance. I think for people losing their hair like I am, it's a genetic thing with me. Yeah. You're a legend in your own mind. Cowboy hats are part of my heritage. What are you talking about? All my relatives on both sides of my family are from Texas. Well, we're not just going to let you walk out of here. Okay, let's get to it. Go ahead. Make my day. I wanted to just ask a little bit about your strategy. Smith, Wesson, and me. Run for the high hills. You can get lost out here. Go ahead, make your day. Every Wednesday with Byron White and his trusty sidekick, Melanie, on Live Tips. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere, even the wild, wild west. Webmasterradio.fm The Flamethrower Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere Now, back to Strike Point Only on Webmasterradio.fm Here's your host Hi and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point I can't remember what we're going to talk about in the final bit but I want, I want to start a movement, give Link Love a chance, yeah? And I think, yeah, that we should all <laughs> link to brianwhite.org. Now, the people who don't know who Brian White is, um, he's over in Ireland, and a lot of people met him over SES London. He used to work on Matt's spam team, and he's over in... Google Island working on the web spam team over there. And basically today, he's posted up that I have page rank. Although the toolbar is still indicating zero, he started to see a few referrals coming through um, for the, 
he had Brian White. I think that might be something to do with his domain name, Brian, but way to go, dude. Um, he's number five in the search engines now. Out of 70... Um, let me put that in quotation. Out of how many? How many Brian Whites are out there? Do, I don't know. Do, 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 Probably find out. a few. In my eyes, there's only one Brian White. That's where that I see it. So, BrianWhite.org, okay? That is the guy that we need to link to. In fact, I am so proud of Brian that he's getting Google referrals. I'm going to link to him right now, and I hope that everybody else does exactly the same thing. Brian needs some link love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nice pop. Yeah, no, I, I think that we should do this every so often. Every, every Monday night from now on, okay, when I do my radio show, you can come into the chat rooms and you can say, Dave, can you give me a call out for some link, love? Yeah, give me yeah. the reason why and I will go to your site if I think it's a worth reason. Yeah, I will give you link, love. And I will say, this is our link, love candidate, okay? So this is what I'm going to start. This is my new giving Dave N, okay? I'm going to give to you. If you come to me and say, yeah, can you give me some link, love, to my big fentamine blog spam site, then no. I'm not going to no, do that. No, it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't deserve It's got to deserve it. And Brian Wright... Brian... Brian change your name, Brian. Brian White is one of the good guys. Okay? So, he is going to get some link love any second now. Do-do-do-do-do. If I can remember my username and password to log into my blog. In we go. I'm such a blogger now. Um, to do. Go on, Mikkel, you fill in while I just write a quick post. Yeah, but I think that's a really good idea, and I think we should uh, make it the weekly link love and uh, have it featured on StrikePoint every Monday. I think that's a really good idea. And now we're on with the events. Um, Webmaster Radio is going to join um, in a day of silence tomorrow. There's uh, apparently some new um, rules coming into place in the U.S., or they're about to come into place, um, with a race of, um, of the royalties that you have to play to run music on the online radio. And as far as I understand it, that, uh, that raising pricing is uh, quite dramatic. And some people, all the people doing radios, um, are afraid that this is going to kill, basically kill internet radio which, of course, would be terrible. So as a demonstration against this, uh, this law, um, a lot of online radios are going to have a day of silence tomorrow. And where they're not going to play any music, they are going to do talk shows, and I believe that... Uh, I'm not sure if all the, the uh, webmaster radio shows are going to run tomorrow. I saw an announcement that Schumann is not going to do his show tomorrow, but maybe the engineer can tell us about that uh, in a few seconds. Um... Anyway, tomorrow there's not going to be music played. There's going to be silence or there's going to be some noises or waves or whatever bird rant they're going to put on. Um, so I just get a note here from um, from the from the editor and uh, they are going to, we are going to uh, play the talk shows tomorrow, but no music all day tomorrow. So I think that's um, that's uh, interesting. I don't know exactly what what this pricing is all about, but I am of course concerned if um, if it's going to affect uh, how we can broadcast on webmaster radio and on all the other interesting and uh, new internet-based radios. So let's.
let's hope that um, that this demonstration is gonna gonna get some attention. What do you think about it? Don't I don't know. I don't care. No, you're not <laughs> paying for the show. <laughs> no, it's it, it's one of those things. It's like if they come out with this and it it works, then hooray. You know what I mean? But if if it doesn't work, then what's achieved? You know what I mean? That it, it, it was another day that there could have been free radio and there wasn't. You know what I mean? I'm I can't, I'm kind of like a hippie at heart. You know what I mean? It's like I believe in freedom of speech and I believe that you should be able to be, to, if you want to give things away for free, then you should be able to do that. Um, and that's why I'm just doing my Brian White post right now. I, actually, I think I just uh, kind of got it a little bit wrong. Um, Webmaster Radio is actually not sending any shows tomorrow. Um, so um, so there's going to be some updates on the website, but then we're not going to broadcast anything tomorrow. So unfortunately, she's not going to be on. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be back next Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I think we're about to run out of time, Dave. Okay, I mean, I'm just going to post in the chat room now. Does anybody want some... Link love off this post that I'm doing. If you do, just put it in the chat room now, and I will give you some link love if you give me a reason. I'm not giving link love to Google Oakle Tree, you fool. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we actually have run out of time. Studio is not kicking me out, um, but maybe they are. Okay, guys, yeah, love you. See you next Monday. Yeah, I think that's uh, about it for today. So um, see you all next Monday. Hope you enjoyed the show.